What's up? This is Cody. This is Mark. And this is Mike from Hinder, and you're listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Go Blues! Yay, yay! Jason, along with Chris. What it do? Ashley. Hi, guys. Most of us are here. Chris is, Chris is hurting. I'm today. three quarters here, I think. Ashley's a three quarters of the way here. Almost all the way here. Yeah. I mean, you didn't I'm sleep. Good. He said he didn't sleep that well. So. I had yeah, a really good night. I'm just paying the price for it. Oh, yeah. Your hair tells the story. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> I may or may not be wearing the some of the clothes. You wore last night. Ooh. I'm kind of walk of shame in it. Yeah, you walk of shame in it tonight? I have on the same shirt that I had You do have the same night. shirt. My my dirty shirt that brought us luck last night. Yeah, so uh, if anybody didn't check it last night on the Facebook page, mm-hmm. Ashley live broadcast the first period of the Blues and uh, Devils game, and nice. you'll see how Ashley watches the game and stuff. How and, much my cats try to disturb the iPad too? They don't really get it. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. They don't really get so, it. They kept looking behind it was good. to see who I was. I actually wound to. up watching your feed when I was doing stuff around the house because I got home <laughs> late. Just to, I didn't even turn the game on. I just had to listen to you talk the whole time. That's so why I kind of heard. Hey, it's better than the happened. announcers. I mean, true. So I'm it was a good time. Good. So I watched make, the replay last night. Did you? At like one in the morning, Mid- midnight, one in the morning when they show yeah. it. They, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, we plan on doing kind of a live thing eventually once our schedules get, yeah. uh, I think might be maybe around the holidays, maybe right after the holidays. Sure. We're going to figure out something because the next Saturday game is next Saturday. Okay. In Chicago, and they don't have a Saturday game till January. That'd be a fun one to do. Yeah, that would so, be a fun one to do. So uh, let me check, double check the schedule because I know I got that uh, sauce toss tournament in the afternoon. Oh, right. And if I do really well, I'll go later. Actually, it says two to five, so I should be done by that time. Where it is? Uh, Ballpark Village. Oh wow! Yeah, that's the one that we were talking about earlier in the season. Yes. yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then it's going to be. 20 degrees. Who's your uh, Who's your partner, Mike? Mike is supposed to be my partner. Well, I'm going to come up there and just do better than you. So. I'll come up and I'll come up and cheer for both Apparently, of y'all. Apparently, they still have spots, according to when I went to InsideSTL.com. What if I went up there and just took the whole thing? That'd be awesome. Right? And, uh, yeah, so I'm interested to see. Uh, me and Mike were supposed to practice last Saturday, or last Sunday. It rained, so we couldn't practice. Sucks. So let's practice this Sunday. Going to rain. How far is it officially between goals? I believe it's 20 feet. 25 feet. Okay. So not terrible. Not terrible. But you know, so then, you, but you do you can, shoot you off can, of one platform to the other? Yes. Okay. Officially, that's how you're supposed to do it. And then also, you're supposed to. Uh, what's the other one? You can defend, which I've never done before. Really? If it hits them. If it hits the uh, surface before it goes in the goal, you can knock it away. Kind of like but a if it's in the air, to a degree, yeah. But if it gets okay. in the air. You knock it away, you get a minus two points. Really? Yeah, that's kind of like beer pong rules. Like if you slap it Which out of the Which we never played that way. I was just always I don't know if it would be worth playing defense. I'm not going yeah, to because I, I got a feeling I'll – unless it's like the last – like you're down. Desperate, yeah. Desperate, yeah. Even if you're trying to like psych somebody out, like with my luck, it would – Right, be, which I don't know it. if that's – That game is crazy fun, man. Yeah, yeah, so I got it. That's – I wish I had like a flat playing surface. Like my yard is just not right good for that or I would have done it a lot more. But we're going to have that. Side note, on to, we'll have that down at our... Our tailgate? Tailgate on January 2nd down Sweet. in front of the We Scott need to trade. see if we can find some people. You know what we should do, honestly? I think as many podcasts as there are, we should just open this up to like... 
I'm in. If you're a fellow blues podcaster, if you're a blues fan, whatever, like let's just all get together and do our thing down across from Scott Trade before the game. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna talk to. uh, I know Ponder is probably gonna try to come down. I talked. I I sent a message. And then I'm going to talk because I know a couple of the guys uh, from the Beyond Checker Dome are definitely be down there. Tim, I think I said he'd be down there. And I know Tyler is going to the game. So if he's there, so maybe some people at least swing by. So I'll we'll see. By. I so, think it would be cool to meet everybody. Yeah, so we're going to yeah. try to do something down there. Have sauce toss. I believe we're going to have the game on. Play paper, rock, scissors. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Fun I'll be there have. for a while. And Chris will be there for a while where he heads over. And you never know if I get tickets. Going to the alumni game officially, though. Are you? Yeah, I'm way more excited for that. I really, I, I, I splurred. I splurred. I finally like. I asked. Where, my, do you know where you're sitting? In the uh, right left field, left field bleachers. What section? I have to look. I have to look it up online. You, I was, might, you might be really close to me. Yeah, I was. Those are the cheapest ones that are out there, and I was just like, I just want to be in there just to see everything because I'm not yeah. gonna be there the next day. I figure I, I got in there for fifty two dollars with fees. That's nothing. Percy. I think my right? face face value of my ticket was like thirty two bucks. Yeah, awesome. so I was like fifty two wasn't awful. So I figured, are you just going solo? No, one of my buddies, uh, Jeff, is okay. Finally committed. I was waiting Maybe for somebody I'll to buy commit. A couple of those tickets. It yeah. seems it, that's going to be fun. They have if, if that team doesn't beat the bejesus out of the Chicago alumni. Right. Yeah. Holy lord. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, interesting. So not much blues news this week because we have sort of a not short a ton. week. Just a. Robert Bortuzzo's injury, uh, he officially put on the IR. Yep. Um, so instead of being week to week, it turned out to be a little more serious. So they said six weeks, and then he'll be reevaluated. Mm. Apparently, he hurt his right knee early in training camp, right after training camp. Yep. And now it's the left knee, apparently. Oh, gosh. So. Fun times. Well, Those are kind of like, necessary for him. It hockey. seems like he goes, like, from his – he starts playing really well, then he either starts to tail off and he gets sat, or he gets hurt. And then he comes back, and then he starts playing well again. But the Blues recalled from the believe it or not the AHL, the whole AHL, not just defenseman leading scoring, all of AHL leading scorer Brad Hunt. Yeah, was it last night? I happened to catch like five minutes of the game as I was walking back to uh, my table for dinner, and I heard Peng say Brad Hunt's name. And I said, "Mr. Mike, who is Brad Hunt? And does he have a brother named Mike?" Yes, and believe it or not. Fifth time I got that text in two days. Oh, my yeah. God. So I was like, at least, it's a my, classic joke. at least my friends are consistent across if the board. If anyone doesn't know what at we're talking about. At least we're all about, the same playing yes. field. So. Say Mike Hunt real fast, and then you'll get the joke. Yeah, so we'll go from there. So we have a couple, two we games to go over this people. week. I know. Oh, so bad. <laughs> we, are. we are 12. Yes, right. but hilarious. That's all that matters. So Blues, we have... Technically, four games to go over total. Yep. We recorded during, not during, right before the Winnipeg game. Yes. And that was a game. That's a tale of two games. Yeah. So, Blues <laughs> looked pretty good to start and then didn't look good. To finish. So, yeah. <laughs> 17 seconds to be Dressed exact. me out. So, the first period, and we were out playing him at this point. Yep. We then, were, that's uh, when I stayed here to watch the game, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. And then it was Chris uh, Thorburn. It's his second of the year from Blake Wheeler off a uh, rush on a uh, breakaway. Tarasenko fans on yep. a pass. That was unbelievable. Shot. And then he just was – Blake Wheeler's fast. So, the Wheeler just hauled down Yeah, there. he's got wheels on him. And uh, Steen couldn't protect the uh, phrasing backside of uh, – <laughs> Uh, Allen and there it goes so one nothing or was that Hutner no Allen excuse me Hutner hasn't played so 
one nothing after one, but the Blues extremely outplayed. Yeah, I agree. I think you take that one mistake away, and that's the Blues owned period. Yeah, and then uh, let's look at the second period. So a milestone for one of the Blues finally after he got taken away twice. Man, oh man! And then finally, now I think I told Kelly said you can't take this one away from him. So Alexander Steen comes in on the left wing. Blast a shot past Michael Hutchinson, not the NXS singer, right? They get there, correct, right? correct. Yeah, right. Look at you, <laughs> look at you. Right? That one still dead. <laughs> yes, oh, real dead. Uh, Steen gets his thirty year, his two hundredth goal, NHL goal, from Petrangelo and Bomeister at the five sixteen mark. So we're tied up, playing good. You're all happy, and then Dimitri Yaska makes an appearance. Hey, look at that. He's gets, alive. Gets his first of the year from Gunnarsson and Petrangelo at seven twenty six mark. Somebody remind me what happened here. Uh, yes, he scored a goal. Yes, how? With his stick. That's correct, probably. But I don't remember what happened exactly for some reason. <laughs> I don't either. I just wrote that down. I was already asking scored, finally. Correct. Notes. Moving on. Uh, the guy who I tried to draft like multiple times, but I got I got uh, cock blocked by uh, Chris on there. So Patrick Line gets his 16th of the year from Brian Little and Nicholas Eilers. Eilers, excuse me, his 18th. Uh, the 918 mark of the second. Uh, just a blast of a shot. Dude is good. Yeah. So, yeah, you finally got to see it. Like, everybody's heard about it. His 16th of the year. That's uh, up in the top five of his goal scoring. Um, I haven't seen an Austin Matthews game aside from the four-goal one to start. He went 19 games without a goal. Right. Um, dude, I, this kid might be rookie of the year. Which people, I mean, people said like they were neck and neck, and I kind of was on that train. I said you should look at Line A, but I mean, center, and he's doing it in a tough division. Yeah, and uh, leading his uh, not with nothing against Mark Shifley, but yeah, he's okay. He's ascending. Agreed. So, but so Line A, pretty good. You you watched the game with me, yep. so. Uh, uh. He. Was, he I think I think he's going to be Calder Trophy winner. I think that he bothers me because I don't want him to be this good against my team. <laughs> yeah, he was really. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of a hater because I'm bitter against it. Yeah, he was a uh, real fast, real good. Yeah, real fast. He needs to get a lot more people on his team. But if yeah. he can get that defense, that's a building that block. Say, if he I get mean, that defense and that goaltending fixed, man. Yeah, for if real, he gets good. if he gets more of like a base. Like around him, he's gonna. Uh, yeah, once he gets some depth button on uh, those lines, that I mean they got a decent start with Little, Line A, Eiler, Edlers, and uh, Shifley's a good start, and Wheeler's pretty good still. I mean, yeah, it's a good to start. Rebuild, though, too, so you know who's been saying that for the last decade and a half? Mm. The Edmonton Oilers. Yes, but they don't have a ton of first round picks either. So I'll give at least I give Winnipeg that. The, yeah. Theirs is all kind of homegrown guys that are like mid level. And then going to overtime, the Blues yeah, did okay in the third, just kind of did their usual, let's hold on in the third. Uh, and then I went to the bath. I uh, went to the bathroom. I yep. actually left right before this because yep. you had to go pick up uh, had to go pick fiance up. Yep. from work. So from you work. left. And then I'm like, ah, I'm going to run to the bathroom and be right back. Come back in. and then that's Game the- over. <laughs> There's Winnipeg celebrating. 17 seconds of the game. It's overtime. Brian Little. I feel like the it's year. our fault that we lost because you, I left. And yeah, and I just the walked away from the, for two seconds. Yeah. And uh, I patched from off an awesome pass from line eight. Take it back. It was Hutton. It was in goal because he took the most horrible angle here. He's super out overplayed this, in my opinion. Is it worse than Jake Allen trying to dive for the puck last year, missing it, being skated around and scored on? Ugh. No. 
but still. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really think anybody I remember watching that. I remember watching that. And going, what are you doing? But, that's one of those yeah. things where everybody stands up, pulls their hair out, and screams. Yeah. Like. Yeah, so lose, lose in overtime, which should have had, should have had that one because they outplayed them yeah. the whole game. There were, there's two games we're going to talk about, and that's one of them where we 100% left points on the table. Yeah. So we're playing one, then we go on to Tuesday, and the Blues play one of the top teams in the NHL, definitely one of the top teams in the East, the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Yes. A kind of scuffling since they started off really hot. They're ten and zero, and they're uh, seven, six, and three since then. Mm-hmm. So they're okay, but I mean, uh, Carey Price is carrying this team so badly, and Shea Weber's kind of cooled off. But they have the number one scoring pairing defenseman yep. in the league, and Shea Weber and Andre Markov. We have technically the number two with you do Shattenkirk and Petrangelo, which is weird. Yeah, Shankirk has like 19 points, and then uh, Petrangelo has 16 at this time. So the first period hits around, weird goal. Uh, shot comes in, and basically Gunnarsson kicks this one in. And yep. Paul Byron gets his eighth of the year from Pocanic and Barbario. 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 That's how you say it. All right. Okay. <laughs> 10.06 mark. <laughs> My eyes like kind of like – I was like focused on it, and it was one of those things. It's weird. Anyway. It's a, we're recording a lot earlier than normal. Correct. So because we both because Chris will be out of town, jet setting to the north to the east. Yes, not Hoboken. No, Hoboken adjacent. <laughs> be in New York. Ashley be out of town this week, mm-hmm. and I have fun Christmas stuff planned. Oh boy! By my voice, you can tell it's not the most fun stuff to do. No. So you're pumped. Yeah, I cooked this morning. I cooked. A, I made stuff for cookies and everything, all pre-made stuff. I'm ready to go now. And wow. I hear that your wife kicked me out of the house. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. <rude>. Apparently. Awesome. <laughs> so that's good times. So I, I didn't know how to think about this first period. I think, like, we once again outplayed Montreal We're po- and then mm-hmm. just weird goal. In- it seems to be the tale of the Blues. This, this last couple of weeks, Like the, the, they've been playing decent, um, and they just get weird – Goofy goals. Yeah, again, score. Or, they, or it's like the one time they have a lapse and it's in the net. Like, it's very yes, odd. Yes, like, I agree. Like, we have a point where we're in their zone and cycling and making them look stupid, and then we get some really quality shots and either A, shoot wide, or B, it's just safe. No, not this team. Yeah, I know. This team doesn't shoot wide ever. Uh. Yeah. But in the second period, I missed this goal for some weird reason. Uh, Thomas Placanic. Pe- <laughs> Jesus Christ. Take two. <laughs> All right, edits. Not really. Uh, Thomas Placanic. <laughs> Thomas Placanic. Thank you. Man, this is bad. The second of the mind. year from Byron at the 1742 mark. I missed this goal. We're not going to talk about it now because I can't say the guy's name, apparently. <laughs> so, third period rolls around. I'm not feeling good about this. I believe I sent a text to you between the second and third period that said something like, Man, we're playing poopy. Yeah. And I was just like, Yeah, going <laughs> to watch something else. Yeah. And, uh, I forgot what I watched with my wife. And then all of a sudden, I saw Paul Stasny scores. He gets his seventh of the year from Schwartz and Pareko at the 740 mark. And you're like, hey. We got a chance. Yeah. Or is this the hope hashtag goal. hope goal? Yeah. Ooh, there you go. But, yeah, so we normally have that hope goal. And I thought that I really thought that was it. I even said it in my head when I saw the thing pop up on my screen. And the funny thing from Stasny, he said afterwards, he's like, I got it and just shot it hard as I could at the net. Yeah. Didn't look. Don't think about it. Just rip it. Yeah, he shot it and it went perfect top corner on a uh, because they did not have price was not in they had no. their backup in 
It wasn't Mike Condon. Who was the other If guy? you hadn't looked at me with that look like, what's his name, I could have told you. And now I can't think of his name. No, so I'll, I'll get the stats. Uh, his name is not Carey Price. Yeah, so <laughs> Thomas Mechanic, this guy, this guy. Yeah, I'm done now. So uh, this guy, this guy, uh, this guy. Jaden Schwartz gets his ninth year from Stasny and Bowmeister. So nice dirty little, goal. Yeah, yeah. Just right in front of the net. Just kind of. Hey, look what I found right here. I, uh, I had just gotten to work and I was sitting down at the bar watching. Oh, were you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they uh, Schwartz uh, off like a really nice play by Stasny, who the puck was like kind of Stasny's behind been the goalie playing great and fed it perfectly across the crease because he didn't have a chance to put yeah. it behind the goalie and. Uh, Schwartz was just around the doorstep and just give you a little tappy yep. tap. No, it was, it was a great play. And it's, you know, the one thing that I think we've all agreed on is the last few years, it seems like this Blues team wants every goal to be a the sports right center. Yeah, like a highlight reel. Yeah, goal. and like, dude, look at players like Keith Kachuk and even David Backus to an extent. Like, they've made careers out of just putting their ass in front of the goal and sweeping up those rebounds. Mm-hmm. They all count, man. They all count. Yeah, I got you a know, funny thing about that. Later. And rebounds used to be such a big way to score goals, and it's like people have completely and utterly forgot about well, I don't know there if, to clean it up. With this team, I don't know if we have anyone. What we do, they just refuse to do it, and that's Yaskin and Berglund. Al Montoya was in. That's it. Uh, Yaskin and Berglund are the only guys we have that I think really have the, the body size to post up in front and take on that role that Backus used to have and Kachuk used to have, where they can stand in front of the goal, screen the goalie, and either get a deflection or mm-hmm. or, or sweep up a rebound. Um, but neither one of them really do it. And it kind of goes back to what we joked about at the start of the season, that we should rename this team the St. Louis Perimeters, because yeah. that's where all of our shots that's are going to come from. But, yeah, so it looks like a nice goal there. And then overtime, an even better goal. James man, Swartz oh, man. gets his 10th. Off of a really nice feed from Steen, who was on the left-hand was side at the red pass. line and caught uh, Steen in stride, yep. who came in on, uh, I would say, partial breakaway. Yeah, not a, definitely not a full, but a partial. So, Steen, excuse me, Schwartz is his 10th uh, from Steen at the 338 mark of OT. So, a comeback win, which we haven't had many of those this year. No, we haven't. We really haven't. So we're, It was uh, good. I think those are two points that you need. Um, we were saying, you know, Montreal's obviously one of the best teams in the league, but it's a team that's down right now. You know, they don't have Price. They don't have a couple of key guys. Yeah, and going to this game, they just lost uh, Alex Galchenyuk, their yep. leading scorer. And then on top of that, they lost their third-line center or second-line now, David uh, Desjardins. I can say yep. that, but I can't say Placanic. There, there you go. <laughs> they lost both of them to knee injuries. So yeah. they're both out six to eight weeks. So they lost two of their top uh, three yeah. centers. So this was a, a depleted Montreal team that we really should have picked up two points on. And good on the team for not giving up and finding a way to battle back and win. Yeah, so what did you think of this game overall, Ashley? Me? Well, I was pumped about it because I was really scared at first. So. Yeah, they uh, – <laughs> and that was the last home game. So the, at, on the uh, total at home, the Fed homestand, very successful. 4-0-1. Very much. So nine you know why? Because I didn't go to a single game. Neither did I. So I, I will attribute that to it. So they go on the road where they, back. where they have officially <laughs> Don't struggled. Don't go back. They have officially struggled. I didn't know this going into until last night's game. Uh, they they are, are shitty. Well, correct. But on top of that, they do not have a regulation win on the road yet. They've all been overtime or shootouts. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they're 3-5-1 going into this uh, the first of these two games we'll talk about. So they go to the New York Islanders, who are – Speaking of poopy. Not good. 
So if you want to check out my interview with Dominic from Lighthouse Hockey, which was posted right before this. So go see. Third part of this game was that the Islanders were wearing their cool black jerseys. Yeah, they're in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. So it still blows my mind that they're in Brooklyn. Yeah. So that arena is gorgeous. Yeah, you said you've been. And nobody goes. Yeah, because like you said, dress like an empty seat night. Dress like an empty chair night at the Barclays Center. Yeah, and then also wherever win a free truck. We're also where yeah the truck sitting in the corner. (laughs) That's like my favorite part. My favorite part. Also, there's a random truck in the corner for no reason. Yep. So, um, game yeah. started out good, though. Uh, Rocky yeah. Fabry gets his sixth of the year from Tarasenko. Off a, you know, Tarasenko kind of crashes the net here. Oh, well, it was reviewed for interference. A long time. And I really thought it could have gone either way. I thought I kind of looked at it after I saw the replay. I'm like, ooh, that is. Well, I, I think what happened us... I would be pissed because I, I try to look at it this way. If it happened to us, I would say no goal. Uh, so I was fully expecting a no goal. I that. think had it been called no goal at the time, it would have stayed no goal. Yeah. Um, you watch the replay, and you can see that Tarasenko's trying to pull up yeah. and then loses his balance. And it's not that he crashes into Grice. He just goes forward with his stick. Yeah. And his stick stops Grice's blocker and stick yeah. from coming up to make the save on Fabry. But he didn't – he, Grice – when the goal was scored, didn't act like he was interfered with. Like yeah. he was just like, oh, damn, goal. Like nobody on the yeah. ice went up to the ref, like, what the hell? Yeah. And they kind of just quickly, like the coach, Capuano, kind of started yelling, but that's about it. Like, no, the players just thought Him and Doug yeah. Way. Weird. They, yeah, they just like accepted it. They're like, oh, well, yeah. It was, was, was Wait. You're right. It was Capuano and, and Wait who they showed the bench were looking down at the iPad to watch the replay. And then finally, we're like, yeah, we're going to review this. Yeah, so a lengthy review. Rude. Um, like three like, minutes. Yeah, it was a while. So the, finally after that, they gave it to Fabry. So you're all excited and stuff. But Yay. then right after that, Latera, who's back in the game, back in the lineup. Correct. Goes on the ice, high-sticking penalty. First of a few. Two in the first period, and I was like, man, you need to. Well, that will get into our question of the week as we uh, – Detention. Oh, I was so upset. So, unfortunately, Anders Lee gets his seventh of the year on the power play from Nick Letty and Brock Nelson at the 651 mark. Uh, pretty much uh, we lost the faceoff. Yep. Like Stastny, one of the few he lost at night. He only lost like two or three faceoffs all night, and that was the one he lost. Uh, Letty yeah. gets it to point, throws it towards the net, and Lee deflects it down. It hits the ice and skips up. And bounces up. So, uh, a very nice goal. I'll say that much. And that's next goal. I want both your opinions on good goal, crappy defense. Pick one. What? Let me go into it first. I can only pick one. Let's, well, just for the sake of just okay. so we can do this. Uh, John Tavares gets his eighth year from Travis, Travis Hamannick at the 931 mark. So, he basically gets steals the puck, goes one-on-one with Jay Bomeister. Bomeister kind of has him tied up, and then – him and Laterra both back up and take the guy who's coming in and leave him 15 feet in front of the goalie with a wide open shot, pretty much 15 feet, maybe. Yeah. And he corners it on Allen, who's trying to get out to cut off the angle, but this, you know, does not expect um, a guy. He doesn't to be right expect there. this guy to be left alone by himself. Okay, so we'll do Ashley first. So, what do you think? I, Good goal, bad defense. Terrible defense. Okay. Terrible defense. So, Bo Meester, how, how are you going to even try to justify two people covering one guy and then yeah. leaving our goalie one on one? Like that's not what you do. I mean, 
if, I agree. If he, if Jabo Meester was back there by himself and he wanted to block the pass and let the goalie take the shooter, fine. But there's no reason why we should have two defenders back there and two of them waiting for the guy that could possibly get past you. It's just unbelievable. Bad, go- bad, bad. I, I agree, and I put it more on Bo Meester than I do Laterra. Bo Meester's the defenseman. And that's Absolutely. Him, yeah. Um, yeah. Not that Laterra, you know, when you're, the, when you're in the NHL, you by that point should know roughly the basics of all the positions, whether or not you're playing them professionally. Um, but I, I put this more on Bo Meester than I do Laterra. But, yeah, there, there's no reason why anyone – should be let alone 15 feet in front of the goalie, let alone John Tavares. Like, He's is it a good. hell of a shot? Real good. Yes. Yeah. But he shouldn't have had an unobstructed one-on, basically breakaway, mm. because there's no one between him and, and Allen. Um, Within 15 feet from the net, which right. is crazy. I mean, that, that's a shootout goal at that point. Yeah, I'll give a – I'll do two things just for my point of view. I don't know if Bo Meester lost sight of the puck and thought it like went by him, and that's why he backed up. So, but still, you should still cover your guy, and not leave a guy wide open. Right I agree. Uh, also, um, props to John Tavares keeping it a, keeping your balance, growling the puck, and then putting a top corner, not taking away. Say it's all in Bo Meester's awful defense. That was a hell of a shot. Yeah, and hell 100%. of a percent. So, both ways on that one, but I th- I would lean toward more. Stay on your guy. As a defenseman, I know that. Yeah. Like, just stay on a guy, and then if the puck's there, the goalie could have grabbed it, or you had Laterra coming back. Obviously, hockey Correct. is a fast game. But at the same time, like I would rather stick with a guy and then say, That's your hey, job as a defender. You're supposed to stick with the guy. I would guys. stick on the guy. Especially with who it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If this was some third-line dude, that's one thing. But if when it's John Travera skating in, you don't leave him alone. No. Mm-hmm. Not that close to your goaltender. No. Not yeah. at all. So... And the Blues played okay, that and like they played really well. And then after those two goals, they just like did not play well. Yep, they were Agreed. I thought in control of the game, and all of a sudden they got those two goals once again. Back to like a handful of years ago when they had that. Oh, what was me? We got a goal against, and then they play crap. Remember yeah. that couple? It was like three years ago. It's like ago they're high and not on the ice. Yeah, it's very odd that. Uh, and I hated that time period where that happened because it just they I get too. like the emo syndrome yeah, when they're out there. Exactly. They all of a sudden start annoying. getting yeah, they get down on themselves and start so pity pity. Somebody who's playing fantastic for this team right now is Robbie Fabry. Yep, and yep. I would just point him out because if it wasn't for him right here, Kyle Brzezik wouldn't have had this play. Agreed. So in the second period, Jolmanson dumps the puck in, and Robbie Fabry goes and chases it down and steals it. And then throws a pass between three Islanders. Like, there's only one spot you can put this to get it to Brodziak. And he got it right to him. And Brodziak snaps a shot past Thomas Grice. And he gets his 30 year from Fabry at Edmondson to 333 mark. Yep. There you go. A lot of threes there. And the Blues, 2-2 two to two in the second period. Start to have a little bit of a comeback. Had some good chances. Also worth noting, Thomas Grice, apparently undefeated against the Blues. 4-0-1. Wow. With under two goals against. He's the new um, Eddie Lack. Yeah, Eddie Lack, who was like almost 10 games, was it, or something yeah. like that back in the day? Yeah, so we always hated to see Eddie Lack. <laughs> he could see him, and you're like, no! Every time. Because yep. <laughs> I'm like, no matter what, we saw him, we're like, I'm not winning this one. Yeah, Just because, I, like, I'd rather play Luongo back in the day, because you beat Luongo. And that is such a good example, though, of just your mental game being destroyed yep. before you even go out on the ice, because mm-hmm. you get so intimidated, then you go out there, and then there goes that. It's Eddie Lack, which is weird, too. It's like I know! Lack, yeah, which is like, you should be it. Where is he now? Carolina? The back of Carolina. Yeah. Game board. yeah. 
So uh, third period, and this is right off the faceoff. Uh, Zazikas wins the faceoff. Anders Lee. This is kind of like a Tarasenko goal because Tarasenko has like, yeah. he's had a, lot of, had a lot of goals like this, but he just slaps a shot. Uh, beats Jake Allen, his eighth of the year from Zizekas at 12.42, and that's how it ends. Believe it or not, the Blues did not get an empty net goal against. Yeah, surprising. And they actually had a smidgen of pressure for once, and I was like, oh, wow. They actually – They were alive. Looked, they looked like – You know what I didn't like about this with the goalie pulled? Hmm. How, how, early, many, how early it was? How many times did they dump the puck in? Oh, yeah, like almost every time they just – Oh, my God. Nobody carried like, it You over. legitimately have an extra man on the ace. Why are you playing the dump and chase? I hate that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I have no answer for that one. It's it feels very nineties, eighties. I, I just don't get it. Like yeah. there were there were a few times where we were able to get it and set up and get pressure, but there were, I think, just as many times, if not more, that we dumped the puck in, and the Islanders would be like, "Cool, thanks for that," and mm-hmm. shoot it right back down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And then uh, we'll go to last night's game. So we're recording on the tenth. So this is uh, the game against the Devils. Start to finish, the Blues, I played it. Played. They're probably their best game of the year. On the road. On the road, for sure. I have to think of all the home games. But in recent memory, this is the most complete game. Good defense. Uh, I don't know. That Chicago game on the road was pretty good to start the season. True. Okay, yeah. That was pretty yeah. good, too. But uh, this one, I that thought. One wait, did we not win that game in regulation? Nope. Shootout. No, overtime, I thought it was. Tarasenko in overtime, wasn't it? I'll look I it up real remember. quick. My words are screwing around here. I'll look it anyway. up. Anyway. But uh, so I thought start to finish this is their most like complete game. So I would agree. It with was that. a nice solid game. So yeah. This game, uh, Brad Hunt is in the uh, lineup. Brad Hunt, <laughs> okay, is in the game, and uh, no other changes to the lineup. Uh, we'll talk about that. No Yakupov still, uh, despite Yuri Laterra still got a one. They got to trade him, right? That contract's hard, man. But I always say, if you can trade a guy who can't play hockey anymore, you can trade anybody on your team. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. So, David, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mark Savard to trade twice, and he hasn't played hockey in four years. Chris Pronger, technically an Arizona Coyote. <laughs> Correct. So is Pavel Datsuk right now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> if you're going to be technical. Wow. <laughs> if you're going to be – they've had – how many Hall of Famers they've had play for them? Curtis Joseph actually played for them for a little bit. Brett Wait, Hall. Brett Hall played for them for a game eight or, games. Eight games or something like that. Jeez. They have a Hall of Fame of uh, retired numbers of guys who played very short time with them. So – We have two – yeah. We have two real big ones, though. Oh, true. We probably have the two biggest. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably true. But let's get in. Let's wrap this game up, and then we'll move on. So, Brad Hunt makes an impact on his first shift of the game. Yep. Uh, carries a puck in his own. He looked good all game. We'll get yeah, he, he didn't look like a guy who was playing his first NHL game. Yeah, he played 20 games last year for the, uh, I believe, Bruins. I'll have to look that up. But he played 22 games last year. This is the first with the Blues, though. Correct. Uh, he's leading AHL in scoring. Comes in and... Uh, uh, lays a pass back to Robbie Fabry, who's absolutely on, on fire. fire. And he snipes a shot past uh, their backup, Keith Kincaid, is in. So we're facing a lot of backups just because a, they actually played in Montreal the night before. Yeah. So, and obviously you're going to play your starter in a division game. Yeah. So um, so Fabry, the seventh from Hunt and Tarasenko at the 150 mark. So we're starting off a lot of games really fast, mm-hmm. which is kind of a – Not the Blues. I'm yeah, I was going to say not a Blues thing in my opinion. 
And I, I was obviously doing the Facebook Live thing when this happened. I look down to answer somebody's question, and I look back up, and we get scored. Yeah. <laughs> I look down, and I look at the camera, and I'm like, did we just score? Was I talking to you guys too much to where I missed that goal? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, somebody – and if you had money that Ryan Reeves would get his first goal before Colton Pareko this year, you can collect. Because Ryan Reeves gets his first of the year off a really nice deflection, actually. Was his dad in the crowd? No, which is funny. First time in like four years. Yeah, because every time – because somebody I saw a couple of people on, tw- on Twitter said, that is, is Willard in the crowd? Because his name is Willard Reeves in the crowd? Because every time that you always does, he always scores against Winnipeg or where they're on the dad's trip. Yep. It is, yeah, you know? every time they have the, the little dad's yeah. thing. Yeah, so Reeves gets his first of the year from Petrangelo and Brodziak at the 515 mark. So this is a good play by Brodziak who stole behind the net. Uh, off some miscommunication by the yeah. two Devils defensemen. Throws it to the point. Petrangelo throws it towards the net, and Reeves deflected it perfectly. Yeah. Like, I mean, he got it the exact point where he got it by Kincaid, who was sliding out to cut off the angle he from the Petrangelo due. shot. And when he's – you know he got it, too, because as soon as he got it, man, he – I just love he, like, celebrates. That's just like – that's like if I got a goal. But like, like, F yeah. Like, I got that goal. And a funny thing is we'll get into after the game. After this goal, they had the Blues had a power play. Reeves stands up. He's like, net front coach? He said, sit down. <laughs> nice. He's joking because he knew. I obviously knew. But he was just trying to be just like, I got a goal now. So, all, all right, right, I'll be net front. And he's like, nope. <laughs> Go sit down. Sit down. <laughs> Which I thought was great. So, so good stuff there. Um, unfortunately, the Blues cannot uh, keep New Jersey off the board. P.A. Parento gets his sixth of the year from Taylor Hall and Adam Henrique. Uh, at the 6.36 mark, so just a minute after this. I remember three years ago when Parento was on the Islanders and doing great. And then he went to Colorado if he signed a big contract and didn't do great. I went to Buffalo, didn't do great. Did he go to Buffalo for a little bit? Yeah, I went for a little bit. They went to Islanders for a tryout this year. Some reason didn't make the team, which just blows me away. He has six goals already, and he's on their top line. Yeah. So, very odd. But uh, this kind of a scramble in front, and, and uh, Hall had the initial kind of shot, and it kind of was – trickling towards the net and yep. Allen kind of his pad out and got made a really good save but Parento was right there to kind of roof it on him so didn't have much of a chance so that was kind of one of the very few defensive kind of breakdowns they had all night which I thought if you can minimize those that's I agree that's gonna you're gonna win the games luckily the Blues got it back real quick on the power play Jane Schwartz off a really nice slap pass oh amazing pass from uh Steen so Steen and Tarasenko get the assist this is Tarasenko, his second assist of the night. Uh, Steen, Tarasenko, 942. Power play goal. Yep. So Steen had the shot from the point, and you kind of – he had his exact lane, and he put it exactly in that lane, and Schwartz thought, deflected it up and – I thought for sure Steen was going to get that. Because he shot it, and it was like – it was going for a, a look. It might have been on net, but Schwartz got enough of it to read, kind of direct it. So oh, it was a pretty play. So and the Blues are controlling it here. With the time of this next goal, uh, Robbie Fabry in the third period gets his second of the game, eighth of the year, from Tarasenko and Laterra uh, at the 11-24 mark. Great individual effort eh, oh, to start dude. this, which he elbows Parento, Parento right in the face. Right in the face. <laughs> He's like, get off me. Wham. Yep. And you just saw Parento get stunned and kind of go down. and actually took out the defenseman after the goal was scored. Uh-huh. And Kincaid kind of looks down like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> It was, it was oh, that was awesome. an individual effort. It was great. Yeah, he fought off fought off Parento, 
gives him a nice. I mean, he's just fighting him off, then not maliciously elbow, no. him, but just like his size and everything. Like, get out of the way. Get he out got of the way. Right in the face, and then puts a shot blocker side where he beat him the first time. Yep. Uh, so very nice goal there. So Tarasenko winds up with three assists on the night. Eight shots for Tarasenko. Yeah, and he he was he was hoping, man. There was a couple times I really thought he had a chance, but uh, not. He had a total of nine shots directed, and one was blocked. Wow. So uh, at this time, it's at eleven twenty four mark. They only had one shot on goal. Uh, the Devils, the yeah. Devils did at this time. Yeah, and for the period they had a whopping three. So I yeah. told you that Blues locked it down. After this, for being a tired road team, and technically the Devils traveled further than the Blues because yeah. they were in Montreal the night yeah. before, and they traveled here, and the Blues were only in twenty miles away. Yeah, in Brooklyn to yeah. wherever to East Ruth- or well, East yeah, Rutherford, and it was that for you know your that's twenty miles. Yeah, so not that you're much. going, you're basically jumping over Manhattan. So they probably could have technically stayed at the same hotel. They probably, probably. Did. They probably did, and then probably they just, more than likely did. Yeah, so. They got some rest, yeah. So, I'll take it. So, the Blues, for the week, wind up uh, was a total here. We got two, one, and one. Yeah. So, not awful. Not awful. You would have liked to see two, those, those, two, those two games. I thought you could have got more points. The yeah, Winnipeg game. You should have got the second point against Winnipeg. You really should have had two points against at least the Islanders. A po- at least a point against Islanders. Because Islanders have not been a good team. They were no. just a 500 team going yeah. into that game. But, let's be happy. Yeah, like I said, I'll take it for sure. Yeah, so interest, so a good week overall. So getting close to Christmas, so so Blues are going to wrap up uh, this road trip on Tuesday. But before that, on Sunday they got Minnesota mid afternoon game. Yep, five o'clock. Five o'clock. Uh, Nashville at seven. Then on Thursday, I will miss this game. So you will not miss this game. I don't know. Uh, possibly. So you might depending. I've got it, guys. You got it, this one. And then, because um, I will be going seeing the shirt that I'm wearing right now is the Star Wars Rogue, Rogue one. one shirt. So I will be seeing that Thursday night. If I'm not seeing Rogue One, I'm going to be uh, making fun of Christmas carolers and breaking people. Oh, my God. Oh, there you go. And uh, a game which we're, we'll have some discussion after the show, what we're going to do about is Chicago on the 17th. Yep. And then uh, we'll go from there. Then they play then Edmonton at home. So... They got some winnable games coming up. They play Dallas, Tampa Bay on the road, but they wrap up we at home. Do it. I agree. They, they play the twenty eighth is Philly. The thirtieth is Nashville, and then the game everybody's the waiting for the Winter Classic Woo! in Chicago again. So I'm looking forward to all those games. So it should be a good time. So we'll come back to you with our question of the week. There we go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and we're back. So I threw a question out there, maybe a little late for some people, but I did throw it out there just to kind of have something to quickly talk about. Uh, the question of the week, and then I'll pose it to both of you, is even though the Blues are winning, a couple of players are underperforming. Who do you think should sit for a few games? So here's the options I gave out. Laterra, Berglund, Yaskin, or other I say Laterra. I've been saying this though, so. So I think that's pretty much the given one. Yeah. I know Chris. I know Chris. Chris disagrees with. I like say if you're not scoring, that's a different thing because that's Patrick Berglund. He will not score. Word. But I think 
other aspects, but like the other way around, I think the same way as I like Berglund, I think that's the way you like appreciate Laterra. Yeah, I like, would I say think there's other aspects of the game. I think Berglund excels at like possession numbers, defensive defensive. Ability. I agree, and and I'll be the first to defend Berglund and say that a lot of what he brings to the team doesn't show up on a stat sheet. Um, I would say Yaskin, man. I, yeah, I get just, a goal this week, but also that's his first of the year. How long have you been playing, though? Right. I just I like Dimitri Yaskin. I think that he's got the potential to be a phenomenal NHL player, but I feel like I've also been saying that exact sentence for four years. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, I, I, have, yeah, I think he's had his chances, more than Ratty even, I would even say. A hundred percent. Yeah. I would almost, like, as much as I like, obviously I think Laterra is super struggling. If Latero was making two million dollars, this wouldn't be a this wouldn't be an issue. Unfortunately, yeah, I agree. it all comes down to the money issue with your if you're taking out four point seven million on the cap and you're underperforming. Yes, and underperforming at one point one. I get it. No, I get but it. But at the and same time, that if you're underperforming, you're underperforming. Right. That's and, what people look at though, my thing. And and I get it. I mean the money plays into it. It's part of the same reason why last year people wanted to you know, put Berglund's head on a stick. Yeah, because he's making about three point four. You more from yeah. these players. Like, I mean, that's. I feel like that's why my thing against, well, not really against Latera, but why I think out of all of them that he should be the one stepping up more. You know, I mean. No, I agree. I mean, look, I, I think if if we're talking about someone who's making league minimum and just getting by, that's one thing, mm-hmm. as opposed to a guy like you said who's making four million a year, and. I think that there's pressure with that, and you have to step up. And that's not – I'm not going to excuse Yori Laterra. I think that he has certainly not been playing to where he needs to be. And he will, though. He'll come – you know, maybe it's just bad week. But I also think that part of the problem is uh, the Ken Hitchcock part of the situation, which is there's no consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you spin things everywhere, and it seems like Laterra is one of those guys – that needs to build chemistry with who he's with. You saw it with the STL line when that t- when that line was put in place and not tinkered with. All three of those guys really excelled. Yeah, they did. They outperformed everybody pretty much. And I mean, at one point, I think you could argue that that was the top line in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first period time. Um, but they started tinkering with it again. And, you know, you look at someone like Tarasenko and even someone like Schwartz, and I think they have more of a goal-scoring ability, whereas Laterra, much like a Paul Stasny, is more of a playmaker. Yeah. And where if you if I had $100 on a certain situation where Laterra would Shooter pass, pass it, it's like, pass. I would put pass, like, every time on you were Laterra. So I think that's why I like him. He just passes a lot. Yeah, it could be. Uh, dude, I am a passer. When, yeah. I, when I play, like, if I take – Two shots a game, that's a lot. Yeah. I'm always looking for the other guy. Yeah. Um, and I think that when you're that type of player, you need to have that continuity with your line mates mm-hmm. to know how do they play, where, where are they going to gonna the be, where to put the puck. Yep. And when you see when Laterra is left alone with the line for a while, he gets that. And then he goes somewhere else, and he's lost for – Two three games because he's trying to figure out who the you know who he's it's playing. It's like with he's playing catch up. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, so it's a 
interesting scenario. So according that to that being said, you're an NHL player. You should be able to play your be game. That would be my devil's advocate. Right. Thing. You should be able to play you your game be. regardless of if you're on with Tarasenko or Ryan Reeves. Or but as, also, Hitch needs to stop this little Frankenstein experiment he's got with every single yeah, line. Yeah, but that's four years like that's that, his. So. It's just, that's yeah. what he's done yeah. since day one. Yeah. Well, here's my – then uh, I guess, like I said, the devil's advocate thing to that is like <laughs> every other guy has been okay. Yeah. Stasny's yeah. played with multiple guys. Uh, Berglund's – Per, you know, Tarasenko's play with how many centermen so now? So there is right. no correct so. answer here. No, there's not. It's all it's all, <laughs> it's all opinion. opinion you know, like yep. I, like pretty much here's the poll as of right now. I left it up for another. It's gonna be, uh, I, if it's not Latera in a runaway, I'll be shocked. Uh, it's it, pretty much a runaway as of right now. I just put this up early this morning, so I'm, I let it run for 24 hours. So go ahead and find our Twitter at Blues Hockey NHL. Uh, by the time it's posted, you probably won't be able to. But anyway, you can see the poll. Uh, Latera is winning right now at 55. percent Followed by Berglund at 28 and Yaskin at 14 and Other at 3. Everybody hates Other. So. That guy sucks. Yeah. So pretty much uh, I'll just read a couple of the uh, responses. Uh, minus STL says Yakupov, await. Uh, Los Tacos, 314. Uh, with Latera and Berge, that's that's just who they are. Yaskin might actually benefit from a fire lit under his ass. Uh, and at Undertow 1970, nowhere for him to really, really, but Perron was playing a lot better before Steen's return. Got to see Yakupov with Perron and Ratty. Yeah, I would love to see Yakupov, man. I just don't know. Barring you moving one of those guys that we've mentioned as an underperformer, I don't know where Yakupov fits in this lineup because you don't put him on a fourth line. Yeah, that's my thing, too. I just don't want to see him in a, where you're not going to – you're just going to be a quote-unquote grinder or whatever. Because that's not his game. And that fourth line is playing extremely well, too. So yep. there's no point to kind of mess with them either. Uh, let's see a couple comments on the Facebook, the same thing. Bergwin for sure. Keep and keep Hunt in the lineup. Uh, I said I agree. Hunt deserves to keep playing. Uh, he played really good. I hope they keep him in. And that was from Ronnie Bridges. Uh, Bob Rakowski. Not so much to sit anyone, but I'd like to see Fabry slide to center. I just think he's excelling on the wing. And Don't he mess just, with it. And he just – he played center. When you play center in juniors, it's different than playing centers in the minors. It's I different agree. than playing center in the NHL. Yep. Right now, if you look at a lot of the successful centers outside of Connor McDavid, <laughs> they're like... all big, like bigger type centers. I yes. Mean, that's just kind of how they want to build. It's like you're big down the middle. So like phrasing. So, ah, yeah. <laughs> um, Mickey, Mickey, Mickle Price. We can always leave Berg out, but for the rest, to make them skate harder, that's the rest at practice. Skate laps or something, stay longer. Okay. It's not a conditioning issue. Yeah, it's just more of a skill. And I think it's a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? X's and O's type. I agree with that. Yeah, or this system issue, I guess yeah. you could say. The last one is Mike uh, Steinmetz. I may be a little harsh, but when it comes to this stuff, if Berglund, Yaskin, Gunnarsson, Latera don't approve soon, call up some of the Wolves and would love to play in NHL. Uh, I think Gunnarsson's one of those guys where I was surprised to see him re-signed, and, but if he's going to be your third line at $2.3 million, that's fine. I can deal with that. Yeah, yeah That's fine. Edmondson is probably going to be your guy you're going to move up to the second pairing eventually anyway. So eventually. let's, let's uh, transition to a trade rumor that kind of circled around this week. And it's against the team that we played this week. Um, there have been rumors that if the price is right, the Islanders would ship John Traveris out. Yeah, I talked to Don, uh, Dominic about that. So go ahead. Um, with the Blues in the situation they're at, you obviously have an excess of forwards because you have someone like Yakupov 
who's healthy scratch every night. Do you think that with what's happening right now with this Blues team, if it's becoming more and more apparent that you're not going to sign uh, Shattenkirk? I think he's gone no matter what. Yeah, but go ahead. Um, yeah, I agree. Why not package someone like Shattenkirk, who sends him home to New York, even though it's not the Rangers, it sends him home to New York, and Yakupov, and try to pull a John Tavares out of New York? Yeah, if you can get Tavares for as long as it's not a handful of guys like Tarasenko, Fabry, no, Pareko. and that's why I think like you look at someone like Yakupov, who's young and skilled. There's just yeah, not room like for him on this lineup. Old, yeah. yeah. He was a, what, number three overall pick? No, number one. Number one overall pick. You've got Shattenkirk, who's a proven commodity. Those are two good players. Yeah. Maybe throw in a prospect. Yeah, probably a first-rounder or something like that. Um, You know, that's – I don't see a much better offer coming from anywhere else in the league. I would say if you do something – this is my, like, NHL 17 scenario. (laughs) If you would put in Shattenkirk – Latera, because they need a center to replace him. That's the only way I put him in there. Um, Yakupov or some young winger not named Fabry. Right. Uh, for reason, someone's asking for some reason, but I figured Yakupov's more appealing. You think you trade value. three NHL players for him? Mm-hmm. Easily. Okay. And a first rounder. Because they're going to want the world for him because he was number one overall, too, and he's a pre- like once again a proven commodity. Right. So that's the way I look at it, too. you got to give the get. And as much as Latera struggles, I still think he's an he's a NHL player. Oh, I agree he is. So that's what I mean. So that's what I think. So, yeah, I talked to Dominic, and he said he didn't really see that. But as long as the new ownership gets their ducks in a row, like he, they see him re, hopefully resigning. Hopefully. You never know. Yeah. But if you can but if you can get a, you know, get a lot of guys to rebuild because they're around them, he really doesn't have much. Who gets the number? Uh, as far as the most uh, – Years on the team. So Tarasenko. Yes. So he'd probably flip it around and do 19. That'd be my guess. This is what happens to Jay Bomeister. He is, he is nine, isn't he? He's, He's 19. 19. Is he 19? He can give that up. Yeah, we'll figure out something. <laughs> we'll figure out something. 16 available? I mean, we could probably make it available. Yeah. <laughs> flip it around a little bit. But, uh, okay, let's we'll get into our wrap-up phase of everything. Uh, so we announced like a little mini contest going on. Ashley did on the Facebook page. So yep. Thank yeah. you for doing that. So go watch that video on Facebook, and uh, you get to learn a little details on that. Yep. So basically, the, the gist of it is is the, what you get to win, which I'll give to you to have so you can make a video with it, cool. is the Kevin Shattenkirk bobblehead. Uh, just very simple thing you have to do. So you have to go to the Facebook page, Blues Hockey Podcast, and watch the video. Yep. Or hit us up on Twitter, or hit us up on Facebook, mm-hmm. and we'll let you know how to do it. So... Apparently, is an earthquake in my house. Right? Horses are loose upstairs. Yeah, so apparently. So, if you want to get hold of us at the podcast, uh, on the Twitters, is at Blues Hockey NHL. Uh, email is Blues Hockey Podcast at gmail.com. Facebook, like we just talked about, Blues Hockey Podcast. Uh, website, Blues Hockey Podcast.net. If you'd like to talk to Chris on the Twitters, I'm at Hossapalooza. And Ashley. At Ashley Ryan. And she will be mostly, she will primarily, all of us do have the ability to use the Facebook page. Correct. Mm-hmm. But Ashley is more prevalent on there than us. And she's prettier. Correct. So, I got the looks, guys. So, we're, <laughs> so we are going to, uh, well, next week I'll pin everything down. 
to cool. officially announce the tailgating time. Come, up. Come meet us. Hang out. We're going to probably do sporadic recordings throughout the day. And yeah. take some awesome photos. And then we'll use those to kind of post for a couple of weeks with the holidays, you know, around that yeah. time just to kind of have some content for you guys. Mm-hmm. And then we'll come back. And then once everybody's kind of back in town through the holidays. We'll come back fat and happy. Yeah. So Indeed. we'll make that uh, squared Woo! away. Um, speaking of giveaways, the other show that I'm part of mm-hmm. um, has a signed Ryan Reeves jersey that we are going to be giving away in the next couple of weeks. There you go. So nice. go to any give everybody the details on that. Yep. If uh, we are live 7 a.m. every Monday at the uh, Kelly Mano Show, you can listen at thekellymanoshow.com. And um, yeah, I we haven't decided exactly what we're going to do yet to give it away. But it's it's dope. It's the third jersey, so it's the navy blue one. Which get it while you can. Which, yeah, get it while you can because apparently Stillman hates them. Yeah, because um, that, that according to the what Oliver said, they're not scheduled to wear that the rest of the year. You think the Winter Classic becomes the new third jersey? That's what he alluded to. Uh, Did not officially say too. it, but um, but yeah, okay it's it's really cool. It's a very clean autograph. We got it directly from Ryan himself, well, so awesome. it's it's legit. Um, and yeah, so if you know someone who's a Reeves fan or. Oop. Just a Blues fan. I do. Then, uh, yeah, listen and you can <laughs> I do. win. I do. I, I do. do. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> me, me. I, I, wish will, I, could, I, will, I will exclude myself. I wish I could enter for it, too, but I cannot. Yeah. So, uh, that's everything to my knowledge. Anything else you guys got? I'm, I know I'm probably missing something. I'm good. I got a new jersey this week. Go for it. I got a Boston Bruins Craig Janney jersey. Did you? Nice. Oh, yeah. You show me that, yeah. The official Janney jersey. Now, I think it's signed. That is four of seven that I need. So what's left? Winnipeg, so, which I have the jersey. I just need to get it lettered. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa Bay, which I have the old crappy 90s third jersey, yeah. which he <laughs> wore. I just need to find someone who can actually do that lettering. Find that. Because I think it Talk was like Mike. cut like lightning bolts. Talk to Mike. And then I need an Islanders. Mm. And then I'll have everything. The... Uh, Gordon's Fisherman Islanders? No, thank God, no. Yeah. I could just get like... <laughs> Gordon's Fisherman I would love to have one of those personally. Yeah, I need but to But when he was there, they were back to just the circle logo. I, uh, I had a buddy who had like... Like you had like a ton of jerseys when yeah. we were like 14 or so. And he had one of those. And I wore it all the time. And... I worked yeah, at a sporting goods shop when it. those were out, and I could have bought them so many different times. And at the time, I was like, that is the ugliest thing I have ever and seen. And now I'm like, I wish I would have bought one. Right. Ever, and you can find them on eBay, but they're like $300. Which is unbelievable. And most of them are lettered. And the most prominent one that's lettered, well, who do you think is the most prominent one that's lettered around that time? Oh, Ziggy Palfy. Well, second best name, and then ever. Darius Kasparitis. Oh, oh God. Speaking yeah. of crap jerseys. Did you see that the Kings are are down sometime, I think, either December or January? They're breaking out the Burger King jerseys. Oh, yeah. The purple and the gold ones, right? No, they're, they're oh, no, yeah, the, uh, white with, like, a crappy, like, gray and black, like, stripe that starts with the shoulder and comes down yeah, to the side. Him. And there's a king head, like, right at the stomach oh, yeah, that yeah, looks like that. Burger King. It's I remember that now, yeah. yeah. Ugly. I need to look that up. Yeah, look that up. It's, again, the mid-late 90s when all the third jerseys were terrible. Yeah. Like the blues jersey with the trumpets that never yeah, happened. The 90s were fun. Which we're going to work on something with that jersey soon. I own one. Yeah. Yes. We're going to, like I said, we'll work on something. Like um, that. And then, like, the crappy ducks one with Wild Wing breaking out of the ice. I love that one, though. Uh, I love that one, too. You can find that one on eBay, too. Yeah, the uh, the Bruins like one with the smiling Bruin, which was weird. It was creepy, yeah, what? but awesome. Yeah. God, where was I? Yeah. There, I know there's a couple other that I'm there's missing, but those are the big ones. Those are the big ones, so. 
All right, so we will, I think, looks like on our the schedule here, we'll have at least one more podcast before the holidays. Yeah. Yep. And after the holidays, we may have like a week break with the holidays. Oh, yeah. Because it's kind of hard. Because uh, I have my holiday, I call it the Martine Holiday Tour. <laughs> we have four, we, four we days of that. Christmas. We've got that, too, oh, between man. here and Nashville. times. All right. Well, anyway, have a good week. We'll talk to you guys soon. Stay safe, guys. Yeah,